Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The CoreCast. I'm your host, Chris Harris. I'm a certified Pilates instructor and personal trainer with over 17 years of experience in helping my clients to become stronger and healthier on their journey to reaching their fitness goals. Speaking of goals, that's part of what we're going to talk about today. Motivation and goal setting. That can help you start with exercise or getting back to exercise if you've been away from it. We're going to talk about some strategies to goal setting and how to maintain motivation in all aspects of your life, but especially focusing on exercise. Do you find yourself struggling to be consistent with your workouts? You're not alone. It's a struggle faced by many people, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about motivation and the role it plays in exercise. There are several ways that you can start increasing your motivation to make exercise a habit in your life. A couple statistics we'll talk about. Um, The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services recommends that adults should do at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity each week, as well as two to three days of strength training for all major muscle groups. According to the World Health Organization, one in four adults around the world doesn't meet the globally recommended physical activity levels. National Health and Nutrition Examination found that nearly one in three adults in the U.S. are classified as overweight, with 9.2% of the population having severe obesity. Some of the main reasons that people don't exercise, they give the excuse of being too tired or having too much work to do. So how do we get motivated? Motivation is defined as a state of condition of being motivated or having a strong reason to act or accomplish something. Motivation can depend on the individual and the goals that they have. Goals like improving health or improving physical appearance or maybe losing weight. Different types of motivation can help us in getting to our goals. There's intrinsic motivation, which is internal. It's doing something because it satisfies you or you enjoy doing it. It increases your level of personal satisfaction. It's kind of the way you feel uh, is an intrinsic motivator because it, it really makes it doing something for yourself. So, and then there's extrinsic motivation and that relies on external reward. There is external factors driving the motivation such as maybe getting a medal or a ribbon or doing something for a spouse or a friend. Maybe they're telling you to lose a couple of pounds Um, You engage in that activity to change a behavior to make someone else happy or to earn that tangible reward. Usually, it's the intrinsic motivation that's a guiding factor in staying motivated to stick to an exercise program. Motivation is a deep internal drive to do what must be done to live a better life. And there's three elements that are required to have this level of motivation. Uh, One of them is autonomy. And that just means the ability to choose for yourself. You're not being forced. And the second one is mastery, achieving a level of expertise or proficiency in the activity being performed. And the third is purpose, having a deeper reason for doing something, a reason outside of yourself, kind of seeing the big picture of what making positive lifestyle changes can represent. So some components of motivation, Uh, there's three of them that we're going to talk about. Uh, Direction is what a person is trying to do. Intensity is how hard, hard a person is trying. And persistence is how long a person keeps trying. 
So there's something called exercise participation motivation. It's the initiation of exercise, kind of getting started. Uh, it's influenced by a variety of factors, including knowledge, attitudes, and beliefs about exercise. So individuals who understand the importance of regular exercise are more likely to start an exercise program than those who, are, who don't. If people have positive attitudes about the value and importance of regular exercise, they'll have greater motivation to participate in exercise than people with negative attitudes. Beliefs about ourselves influence motivation as well. Even if an individual understands the importance of exercise, they will probably choose not to start if they, if they believe that they will not succeed or that the program is too difficult or that they're not at a certain level of fitness, strength, or coordination. There's a thing called exercise self-efficacy, and that refers to the confidence uh, to succeed at an exercise program as self-efficacy or a person's belief in their ability to succeed increases, so does the likelihood of taking on the task. And in this case, it's starting an exercise program. Enhancing exercise self-efficacy in individuals will lead to increase in the motivation to do the exercise. And if people believe that they can control their own activity, they're more likely to have that greater self-efficacy and increased motivation. It's also been found that people are more likely to participate in exercise programs that they already know are familiar or are familiar with. For example, walking or running. They also are more apt to do an activity that they enjoy, maybe tennis or pickleball or swimming. Uh, body composition, aerobic fitness levels, and the presence of disease can also influence the motivation to exercise as well as adherence to an exercise program. And this is unfortunate because usually the people that uh, can benefit most from exercise may have that uh, low um, level of, of fitness or uh, maybe sick or have, uh, have injury. And that's um, difficult for them to participate in exercise. And so it becomes demotivating for them. Approximately 50% of people who begin a regular physical activity program drop out within the first six months. This can happen when a person's expectations about the effects of the, what the exercise is having on them personally fall short of what it, they've wanted. So they start a program, they have high hopes, and it doesn't, it doesn't pan out. It's, they're seeing down the line that, you know, after a month or so, they're not seeing the results they want. So they tend to uh, lose their motivation and, and tend to fall back. So setting realistic expectations is important when starting an exercise program. Levels of self-motivation can also play a part um, in just how you adhere to your exercise routine. Highly self-motivated people will have an easier time sticking to a routine. People with low levels of self-motivation can have difficulty. So that's where the importance of setting goals comes in. We're going to talk a little bit about direction. Direction refers to the direction of the motivation based on the individual. So are you going to go to the gym or are you going to take a nap? So it's kind of which way do you want to go? When that direction is chosen, it opens a way to the degree of intensity and persistence. So goal setting can enhance motivation for several reasons. Goals give direction by providing a target. Having goals helps focus attention and effort. It can increase the level of persistence by fostering new strategies. And goals are also beneficial because they reflect improvement. If a goal is achieved over a certain time frame, that evidence of improvement exists. Sometimes the positive effects of exercise take time to emerge. It's important 
to allow enough time to occur for those changes to occur. Goal setting usually involves setting both long-term and short-term goals. Your long-term goal will provide the direction and the short-term goal will provide the increase in intensity and the effort. So achieving those short-term goals along the way to the long-term goals helps to boost confidence and motivation because it becomes obvious that that effort is worthwhile and improvement is being made. Think of it as a staircase. Each short-term goal is a step on the way to a long-term goal. And goals need to be challenging, but realistic. And if they're not challenging, they probably won't, won't require any real change in behavior and may have little effect. On the other hand, if they're so challenging that they're unrealistic, then it sets a person up for failure, which can lead to decreased confidence and motivation. So we're going to talk about setting SMART goals. Uh, it's an important way to increase motivation to exercise. So the acronym for SMART uh, stands for specific. Uh, specific, you need to set a goal that's clear and easy to understand. Taking a broad goal like getting healthy and breaking it down. Do you want to lose weight? Increase your exercise? It must be specific and measurable to be able to track your progress. And the second part of SMART is measurable, M. Say, for example, you set a goal of losing weight. Having a measurable goal, adding a number, say, like 10 pounds, allows you to track your progress and allows you to know where you're at in the progress towards reaching your goal. The third is attainable. That's the A in SMART. This is where you need to know your limits, something that you can attain that is not too extreme or too easy. For example, setting a goal of a 5 to 10% weight loss is attainable for most overweight people, and that's per ACE Fitness. A possible goal might be, I want to lose 8% of my body weight. The R in SMART stands for relevant. Set a goal that's important to you, but not anybody else, just for you. Make sure it's the right time for you and it's relevant to where you are in your life right now. And T in SMART is the time bound. Include a deadline to keep that motivation going. Again, for example, a healthy weight loss is approximately one to two pounds a week. In the example we've been using here, that would be around three months. Some tips to stay motivating and consistent. You want to create that SMART goal that feels exciting to you and that you can work towards to measure your success. Really important here to understand the why of your goal. Why is it important to you? Reasons that you can you know, think of maybe to, to stay active to play with your kids or to avoid diabetes or heart disease. Really important here is uh, scheduling your workouts. Exercise needs to be a must in your schedule. So make an appointment with yourself. Block that time out in your schedule each week. Even further with this step is have a workout plan established and where you will do it. And even if that means that you have your gym bag in your car after work so that you don't have any excuses, you can go to the gym because uh, you've got everything with you. Track your progress. It helps you to connect your actions to the positive benefits you're experiencing. Increased energy, weight loss, changes in your body can be extremely motivating and will increase the chances of sticking with your workout program. And so I'd like to... Uh, share this quote from Bruce Lee. It gives great insight on setting goals and achieving them. A goal is not always meant to be reached. It often serves as something to aim at. So it's not always about achieving the goal, but it's really important to think about the type of person that we become along the way. We learn, we grow, we adapt, we change, um, and it's just a really great way to, to better understand ourselves. 
Motivation and goal setting are crucial aspects of maintaining a consistent exercise routine. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned athlete, setting SMART goals and finding your personal motivators can help keep you on track and achieve the results you desire. Remember to take that time to celebrate your successes along the way and don't be too hard on yourself if you experience setbacks. With dedication and a positive mindset, you can reach your fitness goals and enjoy really the many benefits of an active lifestyle. Keep moving forward and never give up. And thanks for joining me for this week's episode of The Corecast. Be sure to subscribe or follow on all major platforms so you don't miss an episode. And also check out my website, www.core-fit.com, and that's core with a K, for more great resources about exercise, Pilates, and more. I've got a YouTube channel, and I also have a YouTube uh, podcast channel. So it's Core Fitness AZ, and that's Core with a K. My uh, podcast channel is Core Cast Channel. That's K-O-R-E-K-A-S-T channel. Or follow me on Instagram at core underscore fitness underscore AZ. See you next time.